Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7. Today we're going to talk about three mistakes that leaders make when initiating transformations. Welcome to Transforming Procurement Podcast with Lourdes Koss, the show dedicated to help procurement professionals in their transformation journey. Lourdes believes that procurement professionals have the potential to add great value by becoming the best version of themselves. Hello, friends. It's been a while. Welcome to Episode 7 of Transforming Procurement with Lourdes Koss. It's been a while. I've been a little bit inconsistent, and I have no excuse. I've just been a little busy with lots of things and uh, lots of activities. But I heard you, my friends in Houston, listen to the podcast and make sure that I knew (laughs) that they were waiting for the next episode. So thank you for that. Uh, They want me to be a little bit more consistent and increase the frequency of the episodes. Well, my friends, I heard you and I'm going to do my very best to deliver. No big gaps from one episode to the next. That's the goal. This is really something that I learned when I was at Forum. Uh, This year at Forum, uh, our Forum was in Boston. It was a great uh, event. It was great to see friends and colleagues and meet new ones. I got to spend a couple of days in Boston uh, afterwards with my sister also. So I hope that you were able to uh, enjoy Boston um, that you had the time to maybe sit down and and just take the views and you know uh, taste the uh, food and and just tour the area. Whether you were there in person or virtually, I'm sure that you found a good variety of workshops and presentations to participate and get great value. I had a chance to sit in a few sessions, and it was great to learn from my colleagues and and from their experiences. I've always um, learned something and come out with a few nuggets. Anyway, uh, well, I I mean, this was in between my the sessions that I was doing, so I had the great pleasure of uh, collaborating in a couple of sessions with. Um, two great uh, colleagues and friends, Aaron DeVincent, uh, Chris Coghill, oh, and Nick Kanger, sending a shout out to uh, all three of them. And my appreciation for letting me uh, just be part of their presentations. So today, I'm going to talk about some of the mistakes that organizations make when they are setting out to uh, to transform their organization. And these are um, maybe, uh, I should say, uh, mistakes that leaders make. So I'm going to talk about three of them. I'm not going to cover a whole lot, but I'm going to cover at least those three. So the first one of these mistakes is starting with the process. Now, don't get me wrong. It is necessary to work on the process, 
But that's not the place to start. If you drill down on the process, who is responsible for implementing any process? If you're thinking the people, yep, you're correct. Therefore, you have to start with the people. First of all, what's the vision? What's the direction and why? Do people understand that? People need to understand not only the changes, but also why the changes are necessary. They need, to, they need to understand in time to absorb what's going on and why the organization is moving in a certain direction. One of the things that it's important when you're talking about the people and considering the people as the first stop is what is their mindset? Getting the people excited about the changes Uh, helping them uh, see the opportunities, opportunities that can help their career and their personal lives. How do these changes relate to them? Of course, the thing is that as a leader, one must have the interest of the people at heart at the same time that you want to achieve the goals of the organization. Balancing those two sometimes is a little bit challenging. But getting, one, getting everyone with a, you know, to have a good attitude towards the change is going to help achieve even more of what you want. You have to kind of slow down uh, to speed up. And if you don't work on the right mindset to approach the change, then it's going to take even longer to implement any changes. Now, what does this mean? Well, that, that depends really on the, on the group, where they are. And you have to meet them where they are. How do they feel about change? What are their interests? Why are they even there? Do they believe that the change is also necessary? What has been their experience with change and initiatives in the past? Have they experienced that stop-and-go, stop-and-go type of change that sometimes organizations go through? How will you make them believe that this time is different? And yes, as a leader, you have the position and can start giving directives. And people will do what you ask them to do, but they may not go beyond uh, beyond what you asked. And as a leader, you have to establish that connection. You have to be the initiator of that connection. And again, that's on the leader. Establishing that connection with each individual and developing that relationship of trust is very, very important especially when you're going to initiate some type of change. Once they understand why the change is necessary, they, they have to understand how does that change impact them personally? Why should they care about the new direction? What's in it for them? Yes, we have to 
make sure that they understand what's in it for them. People make decisions based on their own set of values, and the leader needs to help the group see why the changes are important, necessary, and how they help uh, and, and the, how they help uh, them as individuals to achieve their goals as well. Some people don't relate change to what they do. They see some decisions as above them. Um, an upper management thing, sometimes they can't see how the change impacts them, their career, or even their personal life. To the extent that the leader helps them make the connection, to that extent they're going to be able to embrace the change. There's a lot more that we can say about this one, but um, we're going to Maybe that's that's for a future episode. Uh, we can probably have a whole episode on this one. Now, the second one, the second mistake is thinking that once the process is ready, everyone is going to adopt it. If you decide to work on the process and then spring it on to the people to implement it, you're going to have a hard time getting adoption. The message with that is that they had nothing to add and therefore there was no point in getting their participation. It's important to get everyone's buy-in. Not getting buy-in from all levels of the organization can result in a low adoption rate of the change or slower adoption than you anticipated. Again, it's important to get people involved and get them involved early, as early as possible. Get them to understand why the change is necessary. Get their input before the change becomes final. You want to invite feedback. And if possible, get people engaged very early on in the process. You have to think about getting buy-in at all levels of the organization. Why? Well, because if you get the buy-in at the lowest level uh, in the hierarchical, um, or in terms of the organization, thinking that they are the ones that will carry on the bulk of the responsibility for imp the implementation of the change, you may, be, uh, you may be missing the fact that they report to someone who reports to someone who reports to someone else. Do they know what's happening? The people to whom they report will have to support them throughout the implementation process because inevitably something's going to slow down and someone's going to notice. If you don't have their buy-in, meaning at all different levels of the organization, the people that are doing the bulk of the, of the implementation may be stopped in their, in their tracks and asked to continue doing what they had been doing before. It's important to help them see why change is important and what it means to them at each level. Again, how do you get buy-in? You communicate frequently, invite the input from all layers of the organization at the appropriate time and in the appropriate context. If possible, 
let them lead a portion of the change that inspires people to to want to have uh, the ownership of the change the third mistake is a very common one and it is rushing the process thinking that change can happen overnight you can accelerate if you slow down to catch everyone up um, everyone involved up it's not that it cannot be done expeditiously or that it can't have aggressive timelines but you have to realize that change tolerance is different for everyone. If you're familiar with this personality assessment, for example, you'll understand that the level of risk and change that people are able to handle is different depending on their personality. It just so happens that most people, about 69% of them, prefer to... um, have an, a stable environment and lead with that tendency. So it's not that they're resisting change, it's that they need time to adjust, to embrace that change, to understand it. So in other words, they prefer to have a stable processes, no change, just continue doing what they have been doing. And again, it's not that they cannot, be, they cannot change, they can but they need the time to really come to terms with the change, to understand what the steps are, to understand what to expect. They need to understand how the change will impact them, why it is important for them to embrace the change, or how it would benefit them. And that's the best thing. Once you can uh, clearly articulate and help them understand how it benefits them, now you have them on your side. Then, you know, the, that what's in it for me thing um, comes into play. So it's important that um, that is addressed. The interesting thing is that I have been talking to some people in different industries about change, and it's, it, and it's the same thing. And whether it's technology or the, la- the latest trend, each time I heard how they hated the change, or how the change increased the level of stress. At times, uh, to the level that they lost interest in the job, or changed how they felt about their job. And of course, this is not scientific research. There could have been other factors for losing interest in their jobs. But there was a common thread in those conversations. This is not just in procurement. It happens in any other profession. I was talking with a a school teacher where uh, they didn't get the proper proper training in this uh, technology and was completely frustrated and was being expected to pick it up right away and and just um, deal with it. So if you're thinking of implementing change or initiating transformation, think first how you're going to get the buy-in of the people, how you will engage them in a way that they embrace the change by seeing the value and how it affects them. Okay, friends, that's all I have for today on this topic. 
this year, again, I'm hosting the Live to Lead. And I will be posting very soon the link to purchase tickets. The live event is on October 7th. And this is a virtual event for I, that I'll be hosting. Uh, and uh, there will be additional opportunities uh, after that to participate on this um, on this event and be able to benefit from the speakers and the lessons that we learned from them. So stay tuned. I will um, share the link very very soon. I will have also more information on the retreat in May. Lots of great and exciting things coming up. So. As usual, check out the show notes. I will put the link to the free leadership newsletter if you'd like to subscribe and a uh, link to my website if you want more information. And for now, enjoy the day and be well, my friend. Until next time, add value, grow, and transform.